Because of a Good Friday, our presiding bishop has asked us to preach on the topic of the authority of the believer. And the authority of the believer came as a result of the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And the keynote scripture this morning, we'll be reading from Luke chapter 10 verse 19. And this is how it reads. He says, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. May God bless the reading of his word. Hallelujah. Now, brothers and sisters, the translators of the King James Version translated many words consistently, but not the Greek words for power and authority. For example, in the scripture that I've just read, Jesus says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Although the word power is used twice in this verse, two different words are found in the original Greek. What Jesus actually said was, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So if you can see, it looks like authority and power can be used interchangeably, but they are different. Hallelujah. Now, as new creators, we have been put in a position of power and authority. Hallelujah. A position delegated to us by God through Jesus Christ. Along with that authority comes certain responsibilities. So now let's examine God's word concerning that position and authority we have in Christ Jesus. When we read Colossians chapter 1 verse 13, if we can have it on the screen, please, the Bible tells us God, God has delivered us from the power of darkness. Hallelujah. God has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We are the light of the world. Darkness is no longer our portion. We have come into the light of the kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So the text says you were delivered from the power of darkness. I'm talking about you because Jesus when he was on the cross, he was thinking about each and every one of you and he knew that one day you will come and be with him. He's going to take you from the kingdom of the enemy and take you in the, into the kingdom of, he, of his kingdom. And so brothers and sisters, today we are talking about the authority of the believer because of what Jesus has done on the cross. Can I have an amen somebody? Hallelujah. When we read Matthew 28 18, the Bible tells us that all power is given unto, unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore. Hallelujah. Let me tell you brothers and sisters, you are powerful people, hallelujah. If you don't know today, you have to know that horror, you are a powerhouse, hallelujah. Why are you a powerhouse? Because Jesus, hallelujah, he said it with his own mouth, hallelujah. He said, all power, all power. Everybody say, all power, all power, hallelujah, thank you. All power is given unto me in heaven and earth because of the all power. What do you have to do? Don't abuse the power. Don't let the power to, to go latent what he says he says go ye therefore hallelujah so we go because of the power we go because of what God has done for us and we are not ordinary people people may look at you and look down upon you but they don't know what's in the inside of you because the Bible tells me that greater is he that is in the inside of
better of you than he that is in the world. And when he was talking about the world, he was talking about the devil. But greater, greater is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So that power was given to you as part of the inheritance in Christ Jesus. So you have entered into this position of authority because you are in Christ. Amen. Now let me define the word authority. According to uh, dictionary.com, it, this is how it is defined. The power or right to control, judge, or prohibit the actions of others. And then another definition, it says, a person or group of people having this power, such as government, police force, etc. Another definition is the ability to influence or control others. A man of authority. Hallelujah. Now, having said that, I want to quick, I want also to quickly have a, go with you from um, from Baker's Evangelical Dictionary of Biblical Theology. But before that, let me speak a little bit about the Old Testament, the concept of authority in the Old Testament and the New Testament. You know, we find that in the Old Testament, there's a huge difference in the way the Testament talks about Satan. Although the Old Testament hardly mentioned him, the New Testament reveals that Satan is the one who caused different kinds of sicknesses, seizures, conversion, and, and blindness. The devil is evil, and the devil hates you. That you have to know. Amen. That is why the Bible says that you should not give him any room. Amen. You need to know and understand your enemy. So the New Testament reveals many things as being demonic in origin, and that's as a result of the devil. So why did God give us in the New Testament so much knowledge to know about authority and to know about the enemy? The, God wants us to know about the inheritance of what we have in Christ Jesus. He wants us to be able to live a victorious life. The Bible tells us, thank be to God who leads us in victory. But the victory is in Christ Jesus, and the victory is us when by faith we apply what God has said about our lives. Amen. So, this word authority in the, old, in the New Testament, huh, predominantly, there's a word called exousia, E-X-O-U-S-I-A, hallelujah, huh? And this word functions in four different ways. So I'm going quickly going to go with you through the four different ways that this word exousia function. We all know now what, um, what it means, um, authority. So let me quickly go with you. I've got four points that I want to go with you that shows us the functions of exousia. Number one, you say authority is the freedom to decide or a right to act without hindrance. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes you feel that God can take away our will because we have the right to decide. And sometimes our decisions, our decisions are not right. Hallelujah. And there's one thing about God. God is not going to stop you if you have decided to go a different way. You know why? Because God has given us his word. And whatever we do, we need to look into the word and see what is God saying about my situation. Hallelujah. So... All such authority begins with God, for there is no authority except from God. Authority comes from God and from God alone. 
Because the scripture is Romans chapter 13 verse 1. It says, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. Amen. Can I read it again? Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities when it's a good government. Does it say that? Okay, let me read it again. Let every soul be subject to the governing of the soul. That's the word that comes from above. That's the word of God. And it doesn't qualify. Hallelujah. Should I leave it there? Amen. Let me leave it there. For there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Amen. Hallelujah. Also, we see God has the right to mold and play as he wishes. And that we find in Romans 9.21. And also God is the one that said the times and the days. Hallelujah. Acts 1.7 is there. And he said to them, is it not for you to know the times or season which the Father has put in his own authority? So God is the one who said the times and the seasons. And all of us, we go through different seasons. Hallelujah. And that is why I never underestimate people when I go when they're going through the season because it may be a season of winter of cold but guess what winter never stays forever the season will come where they, where they will flourish where they will they, they, they will do exceedingly the way God has done it we all go through season hallelujah if you don't go through a season then you are not part of this world because we all have different seasons on this world and the only thing that makes you to conquer the only thing that makes you to be victorious is that you have to you, you actually have to cope with the seasons and above all you have to ensure that you align yourself with the season that you're in amen so believers have the right to become children of God, this is one of the, you know, the, the words that are used as, as a right or an act. Hallelujah. So, while authority is valueless without the power to make it effective, we can make a fine distinction you know, from this word that there is authority and there is power. But this kind of function is primarily on authority and not on power. And we understand that authority is a right, is a prerogative, and it's a privilege. Hallelujah. So number two, the concept of authority refers to the power, ability, and capability to complete an action. Let me read it again. The concept of authority refers to the power, ability, or capability to complete an action. So when you read Matthew chapter 9, verse 6 to 8, please, huh? Jesus demonstrated the power or ability to complete an action. Why am I saying that? Let me read the scripture to you. It says in Matthew chapter 9, verse 6 to 8, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, arise, take up your bed and go to your house. Do you see an action there? Hallelujah. And also we read it, we read um, in um, Luke chapter 9, chapter 10, verse 19, which is our main scripture for today, where Jesus says, gave the, the 70 disciples the authority to do what? Action? To trample on snakes and scorpions. Hallelujah. God does not just give you the authority and the power for you to be able not to use it. Once, once we have been given the authority, there's a responsibility that goes with it. Amen. Hallelujah. 
And then Satan also has authority to function within the parameters established by God according to Acts 26, 18. Then number three, the word authority is used with reverence, with reference to delegated authority in the form of a warrant license or authorization to perform. Why am I saying that? Let's go to Matthew 21, verse 23. Can I have that, please? Matthew 21, 23. It says, um, now when he came into the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people confronted him as he was teaching and said, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? The way Jesus preached, he never preached like any other man. Remember, he was the word himself. And when, he's, when he taught, he taught with authority. The authority that was vested in him, hallelujah. And the Pharisees were quite amazed that this, uh, 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 this man, when he preaches, he preaches different. But let me tell you, there's one thing about authority. Where there is power or authority, there is visibility. You can see there is something different. Hallelujah. That is why even with Jesus, when he was preaching, they realized he does not preach like us. Huh? He, he believes in what he preaches. Hallelujah. He believes in the word that he preaches. Hallelujah. He ensured that that word, when it comes, it comes with power. Amen. So they wanted to know, what is it? How, who gives you that authority? Amen. And let me tell you, brothers and sisters, that authority came from our Father God in the name of Jesus. But the good thing is, the good thing is the same authority that Jesus had, he's giving you, he has given it unto you. Even when we preach, the Bible tells us that our ways are full of power. Hallelujah. When the word of God comes forward, the spirit of God is the one that, 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 that hastens to perform over the word. And when the word comes to you, it comes to your heart. I may not know what, you, what you're going through now, but as I'm, as, I'm, as I'm preaching now, I know that God is talking to you. I know there's a lot of things that God, you are having Bazarani, a communication with God. You are having a time, a time where God is talking to you one-on-one. -on -one. Because when we come to church, we may be coming here as a body. But God also, he speaks to us as individuals. Hallelujah. Because when we live here today, God does not want to leave you the, the same. When you leave it today, God would, have, God would have ministered to you with the word. I see a lot of questions that have been asked this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I see healing taking place in the name of Jesus. The Bible tells us he sent his word. He sent his word. He sent his word. As the word is coming to this morning, the healings are taking place. We don't even have to touch you because the word of God is got power. It's got the healing power. And that is why they had to go to Jesus and ask Jesus, but what authority? Who gave you the authority? But we know who gives us the authority. And the same authority that operated in Jesus is operating in each and every one of you. Each and every one of you. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Jesus was granted authority for his ministry from the God the Father. And we also know that in, on, the, on the negative note, Saul was sent to Damascus, brother, brother Saul, to Damascus. He was high on the horse, but hallelujah. But when you are high on the horse, God will bring you down. Hallelujah. 
He had to bring him down. Hallelujah. And God could not speak to him while he was still high on the horse. Highness, he talks about pride, Bazalwan. The Bible tells us pride comes before a fall. When you are proud, God cannot speak to you. You have to come down first and, and, and humble yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. God has established spheres of authority in the world such as civil government. And also, when you read Luke 2020, no, I'm already number four. I've gone ahead of myself. Apologies. Amen. Hey, Bazaar, we're moving. The Bible tells us it's in him that we move. Eh? Ah, in the kingdom of God, there's movement. In the kingdom of God, there's movement, Bazaar. If you are not move, moving, you are dead. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And that movement, what I'm talking about, I'm talking about moving for Jesus, Bazaar. You don't just move without any vision or without any direction. We're here on earth to move with God. We're here on earth to serve Jesus. Hallelujah. And this is our life, Bazalwani, and we are passionate about it, and we, we, we tell everybody about it. Hallelujah. You know, I always tell the young people when they, you know, when they, get, when they find a new job, I say, when you get to your new job, the first thing that you tell them, tell them, I am so and so, and I'm born again. Yeah. How? Hallelujah. Bazalwani, that's your CV. Hallelujah. And guess what? That seed is going to follow you because as soon as you try to do something different, but it's better than when you get there, they know who you are and they know who you serve and who you belong to. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Let's do number four. Number four, it says, um, by a natural extension of meaning, exousia sometimes denotes the sphere in which authority is exercised. Let me see it again. By a natural extension of meaning, exousia, Sometimes denotes the fear in which authority is exercised. You know, Bishop Uruta Bible, Uruta Greek, Uruta Latin, Uruta Hubea Matoho. Ah, Bazarat, Arshapen Bishop Matoho. Amen. Our presiding Bishop, Amen. Because these are the notes that come from him. Hallelujah. It is our right to, to copy and paste. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It is our right to copy and paste. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Bishop, for the notes. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. Bless you wherever you are, Bishop. I can see you smiling. I can see you smiling. Hallelujah. Amen. Ha. So, you know, it was that big word, exousia. Hallelujah. So God has established spheres in authority in the world, such as civil government. Remember we're talking about um, it denotes fear in which authority is exercised. That's what we're talking about now. So Jesus was handed over to the official power of the governor. You know, Jesus went on trial, huh? Trial, 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 trial. And he had three trials. I won't talk about it. But the people that put him on trial had authority over him. Amen. And that is so pointless part that even if Jesus Christ, he knew that he didn't do anything. He had to give him, he had to give him to the crowd that was saying, crucify him, crucify him. And that is because of the exosia and the power that he had. Amen. And this is how this word can be used. Hallelujah. So, Bazalani, because we have done the, okay, I've, go, I've, I've gone through the four um, functions um, of the definition of authority. What I now want to deal in with now, I want to talk about the authority of the believer. Amen. Amen. Our time is still right. Amen. Number one, Jesus secured our power and authority. Number one. Amen. Jesus secured our power and authority. 
So Jesus succeeded in securing all power by going to the cross, dying a horrible death, suffering the penalty for sin, and defeating Satan in the pit of hell. You know, on Friday, on Good Friday, after our presiding bishop has preached about the cross, Bazaar, I had to go and repent before God. And this is why, Bazaar, where there is no revelation, Bazaar, we, we, we abuse. Amen? Whatever we talk about. Yes, we knew about the cross. But we didn't really understand the pain huh? and the extent that God went through so that you can be reconciled to God. When the Bible tells us that you are bored with the prize, Barcelona, it means the, the pain and the trauma of what Jesus went through. And because of that pain, Bazalwanina, it is because of that pain that he secured the authority. He went through pain. He went through trauma. He went through humiliation. He went through shame. And then it was only because of you. Think of it. Think of it, Bazalwan. That is why, Bazalwan, we need to choose Jesus above everything else. We need to choose Jesus above everything else. Hallelujah. But you know what? I like it, I like it, I like it, I like it because the Bible tells us, seek ye first the kingdom of God. We are the seekers of the kingdom of God. We are the seekers of the kingdom of God. But it doesn't just end there. It says, and all the sins, hallelujah. What will this, they will be added unto you, amen. And what are these sins, brother? You may be looking for a car. When you're a seeker of the kingdom of God, he has a car. Hallelujah. You may be looking for a house. When you're a seeker of the kingdom of God, he has a house. You may be looking for shoes. Eh? When, you, when you are a seeker of the kingdom of God, he has shoes, hallelujah. But the seekers of the kingdom of God, but they are kingdom-minded, hallelujah. The, the way we pray is different, amen. Because we know when we pray kingdom prayer, when we ask God, he said, Father, give me so much or I die. That we know that in that, it's infused by all the cars. It's infused by all the motor cars, all the clothes, all the furniture, all the, all, all the houses. Because we are kingdom seekers and we seek God's face in everything that we do. Can I have an amen, somebody? Amen. amen. So Jesus succeeded in securing all power by going to the cross, dying a horrible death, suffering the penalty of sin, and defeating Satan in the pit of hell. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us, he, he, who, he that ascended, he also descended. So he went to hell. Amen. He went exactly where the devil was. Hallelujah. That is what Allah. You need to know your enemy and you need to know your target. If you don't know your target, you're going to miss. Hallelujah. Jesus said, this one I'm not going to miss. I am going, I am going down to where he is. And I'm going to take all the authority that is in him. And I'm going to strip him naked. And I'm going to leave him with nothing for the sake of my children. Hallelujah. So when we read, when we read Colossians 2.15, the Bible says, says said, having spoiled principalities and powers, he Christ made a show of them openly. Hallelujah. You know, of them openly. I can't imagine, Bazala. You know, you know, we've got, uh, there, there is order and rank, Bazala. In, in, um, there's order and rank, Bazala. You know, we've got uh, principalities, we've got powers, because rulers of darkness, and we have Satan. You is at, at the top. So when that was happening, we said, we thought our boss is strong. Look at the, look at the show. 
They were, and, and, but because he lives by, he, he lives by fear, eh? they couldn't say anything, but, but the mama gets him as along. That is why, in Mark chapter 5, was along, that, that, that guy in the gathering, the, the, the demons, they spoke and said, oh Jesus, have you come to torment us before our time? Because they saw what Jesus did to, to, to the enemy and to all of them when he went down. Let me continue with the scripture. And having small principalities and powers made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it, in the cross. Hallelujah. This is talking about his death, burial, and resurrection. So these are the same demonic powers that we have to deal with. But thank God, Jesus defeated them. Hallelujah. Thank God, Jesus defeated them. Hallelujah. We don't have to be scared of the devil. All we need to do, we need to have a revelation and understanding of the word of God, of what Jesus has done to them, and what God has given unto us and we need to apply them and when we do them then we can say we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus hallelujah amen so after securing that power and authority he freely gave it over to the, into the hands of those who believe on him and that is mean me and you hallelujah so it is not enough to simply accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior hallelujah once you are born again it is a it is it, once you are born again, it is now your beginning of your walk with God. Hallelujah. Because once you are born again, you now need to, you need to know how to live this life. Hallelujah. Because remember that principles in the word of God that, that, that teaches us how to live a, a Christian life. A Christian life is not just automatic that when you, when you wake up, you know about it. That is why it is very important to come to church every Sunday. Hallelujah. Because this is here where you are, you are equipped as children of God. Hallelujah. Yes, I don't, but I, I, I mean, I don't look down about, you know, on your prayer time, but the Bible tells us here, this is where you are equipped for the what? For the work of the ministry. Amen. Amen. So, we don't have all the Thomas, we don't have Thomases here, here. Because when Jesus, when, when Jesus, when Jesus went to the, um, uh, to the disciples, Thomas was not a church. I don't know where he went, the Bible doesn't tell us. But he was in the Unalufila Bazola. I don't know whether Buddha is in or whether I don't know. But he was not in church. Amen. Let's continue. <laughs> Jesus appeared to his disciples after his resurrection from the dead. His words to them formed the basic foundation for the work of the New Testament church. It was at that time that he dedicated the authority to carry out that work. But now let's, let's read Mark chapter 16. Verse 15 to 18, because these are the last words of Jesus Christ, and he gave them to the disciples. And whatever he told them is also for us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's look at it. Mark chapter 15, Mark 16, verse 15 to 18. And he said unto them, hallelujah. You can say, and he said unto me, amen. Go ye into the world. I the go ye, but we are goers, hallelujah. Go ye, go ye, go ye, go ye, hallelujah into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. Hey, Bazalo, you can even preach the gospel to your dog, to your cat, every creature. Hallelujah. You don't have to have dogs that are misbehaving, Bazalo. Hallelujah. And he said to them, go into every creature. Continue, continue. Amen. He that believeth is, and is baptized shall be saved. It says, he that believeth is what? Huh? Is baptized and shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Next. And these sons shall follow them that believe. And these sons shall follow the pastors. 
And this son shall follow the evangelists. And this son shall follow the prophets. Oh, this son shall follow them that believe. Hallelujah. And I'm preaching to the believers this morning. I'm preaching to the believers this morning. These are the signs that are going to follow you. Hallelujah. And I want you to be very attentive because you are a believer. Amen. What are these signs? He says, in my name. Hallelujah. They shall cast out devils. Amen. Brothers and sisters, we don't fight with the enemy. Hallelujah. We don't fight with the devil. Hallelujah. What we do, we cast him out in the name of Jesus. Never ever fight with the enemy. You have the right to cast him out. You have the right to take him out of the place where he doesn't belong. He doesn't belong in your home. He doesn't belong in your children. He doesn't belong in your work. When you see him, when you see him, the Bible tells us you cast him out in the name of Jesus. Amen. Cast him out. Out in Jesus' name. Maybe cast his own. Puma. Or maybe cast his Hallelujah. Cast him. They shall speak with new tongues. Continue, let's continue. They shall speak with new tongues. And they shall take up serpents and they drink. And, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and the sick, they shall what? They shall recover. Look at your hands. Look at your hands. Look at your hands. Say, these are the extensions of God's hand. Look at your hands. Look at your hands. These are not ordinary hands. These are not ordinary hands, but you lay hands on the sick. The sick will recover. Amen. They don't have to be born again. You just have to show them the goodness of God. Your hands must work for God. Your hands must work for God. These are the hands that God has anointed. You have anointed hands, anointed hands, anointed hands, anointed hands. They let anointed hands. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. This is who we are, Basalan. So, God has given us a huge authority, Basalan. As born again believer, Jesus has given us more authority than Adam and Eve. They had authority over the earth. Hallelujah. They only had authority over the earth. But remember, we have authority over the earth, under the earth, and in heaven. Because we have the name that is above all names. The Bible tells us only will bow to the, to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Of things in heaven, of things under the earth, and of things on earth. Hallelujah. This is the authority that we have. Even in heaven, we have the authority. The Bible tells us about whatever we bind where? On earth. Hallelujah. What, what happens in heaven? Hallelujah. So everything is triggered by you on earth. Hallelujah. And this is the authority that we have. God will always honor what you say. He will honor what you say. But if it's in the word of God, and if it's what you say aligns with his thoughts and his plan, well, as soon as you speak the word of God, the Bible tells us that God hastened to perform over his word. The word must go forth. When the word goes forth, there is activity. The activity to say, what is this word about? And the angels are there to ensure that they will bring to pass whatever God we have spoken about in your mouth. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, amen. Hey, this is exciting. I'm excited. I don't know about you. I'm excited. I'm, exci- I'm, I'm excited. This is what this is what we need to value. We need to value the relationship that we have with God. Every day when you wake up in the morning, oh God, another day Another day to see your glory. 
another day to have fellowship with you. Another day to form communion with you. And another day to see the blessing in Christ Jesus. There is no boring day. I'm speaking to you right now, Bazaron. It's not about what you're going through. It's about what Jesus has done. When we say Jesus is the same yesterday and forevermore, he looks at us. And the Bible tells us he knows what you need even before we say anything. If you are going through tribulation, he already knows about it. But he doesn't just know about it. He has a plan about it. Hallelujah. Because God will never leave you to suffer. Because God is a God, he gives us joy. God is a God, the Bible tells us he's a comforter. God is a God that is so that when we go through trials and tribulation, that he leads us, like the song that we're saying, hallelujah. And the Bible, tell, the, the Bible tells us in Matthew 20, it says, Lo, and I will be with you, hallelujah. I like that, Lo, it's good English. Lo, 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 I like it, I like it, I like it. He says, I will be with you. So God is always with us. He has never, ever deserted us. Even after the cross, Bazaar, there is, even after the cross on the resurrection day, the same day, Sunday, for 40 days he worked, then he checked out. There is no way where you can see that God really left us. And that's, how, that's what he does. Amen. Amen. Ooh. Hallelujah. Oh. I still have a little bit of time. So, so God has given us a huge occurrence like as born, as born again believers. Hallelujah. So God wants us to know what happened in the death, burial, resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Number two, we have authority to preach the gospel. Amen. Hey, your, your amen. Your amen is like it's before the day of resurrection. Good Friday. When we're all crying. Preaching the gospel, Mazala, came after the resurrection. Amen. Can I have a better amen? Amen. amen? amen. Listen, Mazala. Preaching the gospel is your DNA. Amen. And let me tell you about it. Preaching the gospel, the gospel is good news. And the good news you already have. Because you, someone told you about the good news. And you became good. And there's one thing about the good news. Once you have shared the good news, when you come back, you come back leaping and rejoicing. The disciples in Luke chapter 10. So, God has given us the power. Huh? To what? To preach the gospel. Let me tell you, brother. When Jesus gave us the power to preach the gospel, in other words, what he was saying is, continue where I left off. So this is the continuation of the work of our master. And this is a continuation of telling people what he has done for them. The world is in pain. The world is in chaos. And no government is going to solve the problems of the world. 
No authorities are going to solve the problems of the world. Only the gospel of Jesus Christ. Only the gospel of Jesus Christ. So when we understand that, Bazaar, we will be passionate about sharing the gospel. And he says, like I said, these sons shall follow them that believe. And the sons will follow the believers who act in faith and boldly speak in Jesus' name. And remember, sharing the gospel, you don't have to go to Bible school to know how to share the gospel. Amen? Yes, later you'll go. But how can you and then from the, you know what we used to do, Bazaar, you know, when we got born again, we never, we didn't know how to, then we'll go and look for the cassette that our presiding bishop. I can't remember what I received in The next thing, you take a cassette, you put it in, oh, mamela, 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 mamela. Hey, and the people, people get born again. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't have to wait. That's what I'm, you don't have to wait. Hallelujah. There are different ways. But you can, the, the easiest way you tell people about your story. Because all of us, we have a story to tell. All of us, we have a story to tell. Hallelujah. And that story is unique. It's unique only to you. And you're the only one that knows about it. And that story can, can bring millions to Christ. Hallelujah. Yes, it can. Just one story. Just one story, Bazaran. Amen. I mean, look at Joyce Mayer. She's got a story to tell. But look at the people that actually, Bazaran, are following her because of one story. We all have a story to tell. Tell your neighbor, I have a story to tell. Hallelujah. So most of the time, we believe that it's only specific people that have the power. But the answer is no, 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 no. Jesus said the very least in the kingdom of God has an ability to, to share the gospel. So Jesus has already told us that we will cast our devils. But look at verse 20 of Mark 16. It says, they went forth. Hallelujah. I wish we can take the scripture and let, let it be a reality in their lives. Jesus spoke. Can I just, Jesus spoke, huh? He spoke to them. Like I'm, I'm speaking to you, Bazala, today. During that time, it's Jesus that spoke. But I'm speaking the way to you. And they went forth. What is the response? And preach. Everywhere. Everywhere. They went to but they went to jails. They went to Shebins. Some some of you you've never been to Shebin. At least you'll have a chance of going to a Shebin. <laughs> I know you, Bazar, you've never been there. Amen. They went to taverns, huh? They went to jails, huh? Amen. And I remember, Bazar, when you come, when you come, when you come as a pastor, I, the doors are open. Their doors are open because they know that you're bringing good news. And they, they preach everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with sons following. <laughs> Let me tell you, Bazaar, you know. Um, the Bible tells us that the Lord was what? Was working with them. Hey. But now for the Lord to work, huh? they had to do what? They had to go. And Jesus was looking and said, oh, they're going. I have to go. I have to go. 
And then you just go with them like, you know, the two, the, the, the two disciples in Emmaus. Even if you may not feel the presence of God, but he's there with you. Hallelujah. Because he has promised that he's always be there. And the Bible tells that the Holy Spirit will put words into your mouth. Amen. Sometimes, you know, the thing that you say, well, Michael, is it me that said that? But yes, it's you because the Spirit of God was working together with you. We are calling with God. Amen. So I want, I want us to read the scripture again until it sinks in. It says what? Let's go to 20 again. It says, and they went forth and preached everywhere. Everybody say everywhere. 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 Thank you. And the Lord working with them. Everybody said, and the Lord working with me. And the Lord working with me. And do you want confirming the word with signs following? Amen. 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 I think I think this deserves another hand clap for Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. So God will confirm his word, but first it has to be put forth. That is where you and I come in. God does not preach. Amen. God does not preach. Amen. He has given us the authority to do the preaching. Amen. I think God does not do any preaching. The preaching is left it for us, Bazalwan. And, and what an honor it is, Bazalwan, you know, to be given, Bazalwan, an assignment by God. Amen, Bazalwan. This is the highest calling you can ever think of. Hallelujah. And God is trusting you, Bazalwan. He's trusting you. He's trusting you that you're going to do it. Amen. He doesn't look at the opposite that you're not doing. He is even today, even if you have never done it, he's trusting you that you're going to do it because he has spoken. Amen. This came from the throne of room of God. It came from the altar. It came from God. He says, go ye, hallelujah. I'm giving, I'm giving you the responsibility. I'm giving you the, I'm giving you the, the, the honor, Mazaram, to be able to tell people about me. Amen. Hallelujah. What an honor. What an honor. What an honor. Amen. Therefore, be bold and preach the word everywhere you go. Amen. But all right, you know, maybe just simplify it. You know when you say preach, already says, hi, now I'm not a preacher. I can not this one. Let me simplify it. Huh? Tell people about your story. Is that difficult? Is that difficult? Amen. Thank you. So be bold to preach the word everywhere and to everyone. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit in you will speak through you. He will confirm your words with sons following. With sons following. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Helen, that word ashamed, God knew that there will be people that will be ashamed. You'll be like, you, you will be like Peter in the book of Galatians. When he, when, when he is with the Jews, he's one way. When, when he is with the Gentiles, he's another way. No, you cannot be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. That is what if, if people don't know at work that you are not born again, there is a big problem. Big problem. I think tomorrow, if you're not doing honor, go and tell them you're a Christian. I'm giving you an assignment. Just tell them I'm a Christian. 
And guess what? God will start using you. God cannot use you if people don't know who you are. Amen. Or hi, hey, Nchotenadias, oh, for that rappella mudim, rappella mudimiki mudim, oh, what if I, but meanwhile, you knew exactly what you wanted to say. Because the conviction of Christ and the witness of the Holy Spirit is working on you. But when you come and open your mouth, you say something different. Hey, I'm not talking about any one of you. Amen. But I've just given you an assignment. Go and tell your friends tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow's Monday. Yes. Tomorrow. It's not, no, it's not the Monday holiday. There's so many holidays. The other week is going to be another holiday. I get confused. No, next week, Monday's a holiday. I get a little bit confused, but tomorrow is a working day. And go and tell them that you're born again. It is the beginning of your story. It is the beginning of your story. Amen. Oops. So, the gospel... The gospel is, don't worry about it. The gospel is for everybody. It will produce results. No, let me first go to, to my scripture. Sorry, sorry. Um, amen. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Because what? It is the power of God. Huh? Unto salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I've lost, I've lost my point. I don't know. I'll find it. Amen. The spirit of God is leaving me. Amen. It's leading me, leading me. Amen. Hallelujah. So what, what I'm saying to you, Bazalon, we need to be radical. You know, I want to I want to see you when you are in your home and then a dog comes in and you're sitting with your children and you are watching TV and the dogs start going all over muddy sofa. If you know your, your, your China, what have you, that are you going to say, Doggy, Doggy? Kikupa, Oskan Sieta, Kikupa, Oskan Pazamisa, Gilusilla Banabaka, Receptive TV. I get one how we went, eh? Or hi, Doggy Papi, hi, Doggy Papi, eh, Kupa, Oskan Pazamisa. I would like to see your reaction. So the gospel is for everybody. It produces a result in the life of anyone who hears and believes it. But for them to believe, they must hear it first. And that's where you come in, for they can't hear without a preacher. Yeah? So God will not lay hands on them, like you said. He will bring the healing, but you and I as believers must lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. So through you, God is delivering men from darkness into light. Think of that. Through you, God is delivering men from darkness into light. And from the, power of da- from, the, from the power of darkness into light. And from the kingdom of darkness into kingdom of God. He is establishing his righteousness and expanding his kingdom on earth through you. Hallelujah. So you are not walking in your own strength. Hallelujah. Let me on. He is your strength and his glory is in your life. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Number three, we have authority to stand against Satan. Ha. Already it says stand, Bazalon. Amen. So one of the most vital areas of the believer's authority is his power to successfully stand against Satan. Amen. We need, first of all, we need to identify our enemy. Amen? Your aunt is not your enemy. 
Your friend is not an enemy. Your husband is not an enemy. Your wife is not an enemy. Your children are not your enemy. Your peers at work are not your enemy. There is only one enemy. And who's that enemy? The devil. Even the very people that I, that I have mentioned, if there is maybe, you know, there is no peace between you and them, look at the spirit behind. And when you look at the spirit behind, your prayers become so powerful. Yes, they do. Because you, you just tell the devil, you have frustrated your plan in the life also and so. I come against you in Jesus' mighty name. This is the child of God. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you that they will save God. I thank you that they will turn around. And I thank you that God will be glorified through their lives. <laughs> when you pray that, Satan never read. Sometimes we pray to Satan or, hey, this is music to my eyes. Josepha. Josepha, where's so, 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 so. Then the devil says, say it again. I'm listening. Oh, say it again. This is music to your eyes. Because we cannot just go and tell God about what Joseph is doing. We need to tell God about what God should do with Joseph. You know when Jesus says, let this man be in you, <laughs> which is also in Christ Jesus. Amen? I mean, what happened to, 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 to the woman that was caught in, in, in adultery? Amen? Jesus says, he, says, he said, where are your accusers? Amen? And he said that he wanted to make sure that she doesn't even think of any accuser. Because he said, I have forgiven you and sin no more. Amen? The Bible tells us that we need to love people. Oh, no men except to love them. Yeah. Amen? And when we love them, it will, it, it will, it will change our prayer. It will change our communication with God. It will change the time that we spend to God because we love what God loves. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. There's no reason for us not to have this church being full outside every, every Sunday. Oh, okay. Let me say it again. Give me a We talk about goyi. <laughs> no, goyi. It means it means it means you bring people. Amen. It means we bring people, Bazara, and especially the one that we don't love. You know why? Because God, God is going to work in your heart and God is going to work in their heart. And that will be a testimony. Don't go, you know, you know I, I once had a preacher, uh, 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 um, Jesse Duplantis, and God was saying to Jesse, 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 don't pray small prayers, man. Pray big prayers. I'm, I'm big. Pray, pray big prayers. Even with us, brother. When we, come, when we come with problems, we come with big problems before God. But before God, there is no problem too, too big for God. Because God said to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, is there anything difficult for me? Amen? We are getting the, 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 the saints from the refrigerator. 
to come and be strengthened rather than going to the pond to go and fish. I know fishing is not, fishing is not, it's not easy. It's very difficult, but it's, it's difficult. But God has given us the power. But what I like, God has given us the passion. If we have passion, passion can take you anywhere. Amen? If we have desire, desire will take you anywhere. Amen? That is what the, the Bible tells us, you are the light. Yeah? You know why it says you are the light? You, during those days about Peter, but you know they used to fish at night. Because uh, they understood that during the day, but then they can't even, then they go down, they can't even catch anything. But for them to be able to catch any, a, a fish, you know, on their bait, on their road, they used to, they used to have light. I get it at night, ne? So at the end of the day, they will have light, and then they will just, you know, throw the rod, and the fish will follow the light. That is why when Jesus said you are the light, he knew what he was talking about. He was talking to Peter and they, and they understood exactly in the industry how light works. Because light would attract yeah, the fish eh, to come to the net. Eh? So you are the light, Bazalot. Hallelujah. Amen. So we have authority to stand against Satan. Ephesians 4.27 says, neither give place to the devil. Hallelujah. Don't, don't even give, don't give him place. Let him be uncomfortable when he's around you. Let it be when you wake up in the morning, oh, she's waking up again. He's waking up again. I don't know what he's going to do now. Amen. Let him not say, let him not say, oh, I came up as a or I just leave him like that. Amen. Hallelujah. So give him no place. That's for, uh, Ephesians 4.20 says, and neither give place to the devil. Now in, in, in Ephesians chapter 6, we all know, we all know the, uh, 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 the verses from verse 10 to 17. It talks about the full armor of God. Hallelujah. So um, Apostle Paul describes the armor that we as believers are to wear, in, to wear combat against Satan. Amen. He explained each piece of armor which I'm not going to go through today because all I want to show you, I want to show you that you have, you have authority to stand against Satan. Hallelujah. So it is the armor of God. But not once does God say that the armor of God is the one that's going to put it on you. Not once does God say he will put the armor on you. No, he doesn't. Amen? He has, he, 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 he God has given us the armor of God. It's the same like salvation, Barcelona. If you know that Jesus died on the cross, huh, and you don't receive it, you'll never be born again. Amen? The knowledge, that knowledge on his own is incomplete. You need to know that whatever God has said about his word, I need to, I need to receive it. So even with the armor of God, God has given you the armor of God. Amen? You have, your, your wardrobe has an armor of God. Amen? And you need to know and identify that armor. So, when you read the scripture, you is the understood subject of these verses. For it says, you be strong in the Lord. Amen? It is not God who is strong in the Lord. Then it says, you put on the whole armor of God. Hallelujah. But in the natural, you want, you want to put your own clothes. In the natural you don't, you, don't expect, you don't expect your father or, or, or whoever to come and help you put on your own clothes. Are you there? Yes. <laughs> Amen? 
So the natural works, you know, we can learn from the natural huh? to ensure that we know what to do in the spiritual. So he says, put on the armor of God. You put on the armor of God. Then he says, you take the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day. Huh? The evil day does come. But that scripture does not say the evil days. D-A-Y-A. It said the evil day. Huh? Now, now and again, but we do get attacked. But our lives is not a life of attack, 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 attack every day. No, it's not meant to be like that. If it's like that, then it means there is something that is wrong. Hallelujah. Because the attack comes the, the same way that uh, the enemy, uh, you know, tempted Jesus. He went, the Bible said, and the Bible tells us that he came back after a season, which he did. Hallelujah. So in the, that you may be able to, to stand in the evil day. And having done all, you stand. Hallelujah. You know, when you say having done all this, it talks about our faith now. Because when you stand, but it's not always whatever you stand for, it happens immediately. Hallelujah. But when you're a man or a woman of faith, you will know that whatever God has said, it is where it has surely come to pass in the name of Jesus. And you will stand waiting on the word of God because the Bible tells us we don't walk, we don't walk by sight, we walk by, we walk by faith. Amen. And you stand and stand and stand until you can see them in faith of what you are standing for in Jesus' name. Amen. So, God has given you the power and the authority to stand against Satan and his destructive <laughs> works. He has provided the armor, but it is your responsibility as a, as a believer to put on that armor and stand against the devil. Now, the verse that I like, James 4, 7. Can we have it on the, on the screen, please? I like it very much. James 4, 7. Amen. Okay, submit yourself therefore to God. Huh? I like it. It says, do you, first of all, what does, that, what does it say? Yes, thank you. Resist the devil. And what happens? We all know the scripture, Bazalai. But the application of the scripture is very, very key. Amen. The scripture does not say that the devil will flee from Jesus. Will the devil flee from Jesus? And what I like was, it doesn't say the demons. It says the highest of the highest order huh? of the de demonic ranks, the devil himself. He's the one that flees. So if the devil flees, demonic even if even was on humble, they will go. <laughs> the devil flees. Think, ab think about it. Think about it, Basala. And he does not flee from Jesus. He flees from you. Amen. That means if you don't resist the devil, he won't flee from you. If you don't resist him, he's not going to flee. Many of God's children, they suffer because they don't resist the enemy. They accept, they accept their, their life as a status quo. They will rather live in a dysfunctional situation. There's no pillow back. 
The love comes from Christ. And the, the, the love from Christ is abundant, b a s a l o n Amen. What happens in that, in that situation, you need to resist the devil. Huh? And you have to get him to flee. Hallelujah. Sometimes I wish God can just open our spiritual eyes and we can see him flee. You know, the other scripture you say he flees in terror. God, when he flees, also he in terror. Amen. That means if you don't resist the devil, he won't flee from you. So the armor and the weapons are at your disposal. God is there with you to beg his word. But all this, all is worthless until you take your position of authority and assume the responsibility to use what he has provided for you. So many believers, when Satan bothers them, maybe it's through some sickness, disease, poverty, strategy, or other demonic attacks, they approach God as if they don't have any power of authority. They beg God, saying, Oh God, oh God, remove the situation from me. Oh God, if I can just say this situation changing. Huh? But this one, I, rather, I like, you know, a lot of people are hey, Kai Bona Marina, Kiseki, Akisatsevar Gate, M, Kifilemudim. You know what? I, I'm not underestimating your pain, but I'm just trying to help you to turn your life around. And to ensure that what God has given you, that you can live a life of victory. Amen. Amen? So there are prayers that God cannot just answer because God has given you that authority. You have the power and the authority to take the word of God, the name of Jesus, and the power of the Holy and run Satan out of your affairs. That means you have the power and the authority. Huh? To take what the word of God, huh? the name of Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit, and your mouth. This is not going to be done by, by, by another pastor or by your friend. You have to do it yourself. Huh? The Bible says, with the mouth, man believeth. Amen. And run Satan out of your affairs. You know what I'm If you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, You will get him out. I see you've been sick and tired of being sick and tired. You know, Basel, what, what, what we're teaching you, Basel, we are teaching you practical Christian living. And you are not going to get it at the university, you get it at the university in Grace Bible Church. Use it. Amen. 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 We, we used to do that, Bazar. You know, when we got born again, because we didn't, we didn't, my husband and I, we didn't grow up amongst Christians. So, we didn't grow up amongst Christians. But guess what, b r o t h e r Consistency. 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 <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so don't pray and ask God to fight Satan for you. God isn't going to take care of the devil for you. He's already defeated Satan and stripped him of his power. 
God gave you authority, and if you don't exercise it, he's not going to come and rebuke the devil for you. You are in, you are in authority. Take your responsibility and speak directly, directly to Satan, huh? and he will flee from you in terror. Amen. Time is against me. I think I can just do one more. One more, okay? I'm going to do this one. We have, we have the power of God's word to exercise our authority. Amen? We have the power of God's word to exercise our authority. You know, um, Isaiah 55, we all know it, Bazaar. The Bible tells us when the word of God has gone out, what happens? It will never return to God without having prospered. It's in, 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 you know, in what it has been sent out to do. So the, the authority of God's word, Vazolan, is what we need when we face the enemy face to face. The Bible tells us that we have the sword of the spirit and we have the word of God. Amen. And the word of God is the one which is offensive. It's offensive because when we speak to the enemy, we speak the word of God. And when, when we speak the word of God, I can imagine Bazana, the devil really becoming uncomfortable because of the word of God. Amen? So, the word of God will enable us to be able to stand on the day of evil. So, when we read Mark chapter 4, um, which we're going to read, and I'm just going to close now, um, verse 35 to 14, it says, Mark chapter 4. Thank you. And the same day when the, when the evening was come, he said unto them, <laughs> that word you must underline. When he says he said unto them, he asked God, what are you saying unto me? And whatever God has said, it becomes. Whatever God has said, it becomes. Amen. So he said, let us pass over unto the other side. <laughs> I hear God saying unto you, let us go to the other side. You know, the children of Israel, when they, were, when they were in a journey, in the book of Deuteronomy, I think it's seven, no, chapter one, God says, you know, you, you have been going around this mountain for too long. Therefore, break camp. Amen. So God wants to promote us. But when he promotes us, brother, we have to move from where we are and move to the other side. Amen? But when you move to the other side, God knows exactly what's going to happen between your starting point and your end point. He doesn't tell you. But he knows that because he'll never leave you, you will, you, you will reach your destination point. It also talks about your life. Huh? God knows that when, when, when you listen to his word, it doesn't matter what goes in between. Because the Bible tells us he is, he is the alpha and he is the omega. He is the beginning and he is the end. And he knows everything what happens in between. And he has already, 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 Bazaar made sure that he has covered you in all the things that will happen in your journey. Amen. Joseph never, Joseph never thought 
for me to be a prime minister, he didn't think that. But he did. Yeah? He did. But it was on his way to what? To his destiny. Amen. Our lives, is, our lives are like that. Amen. And some of, some of the details is for us, for God to, to teach us. Amen. God does not want you to be a prime minister who does not, who does not even have integrity. Amen. Because remember, all of you, when you are a prime minister, you are a prime minister to the glory of God. Amen. You represent another kingdom even if you work on this world. Amen. But, but what, what, whatever career, where you are, what you do, you are representing God wherever you are. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, you are. Huh? Amen. If you are a doctor, you are representing God. Hallelujah. I mean, if, if you are a teacher, you are representing God. Hallelujah. If you are a politician, you are representing God. If you, amen. If you are an artist, you are representing God. Amen. We don't belong to ourselves. I didn't write the scripture. It's in the book. It's in the book. It says we no longer belong, we no longer belong to ourselves. We belong to God. And when we belong to God, wherever we are, we represent him. And God has made sure that you don't leave him before he decided, I'm going to live in the inside of you. Huh? When you go, I'll go with you. Hallelujah. Because he's always there. We are the temple of the most high God. For a reason, Bazalam, because God does not want us. He doesn't want to depart from us, Bazalam. God has, he has intertwined himself with us so much that there is no way, Bazalam, you can separate a milk from tea. Once you have white tea, you can't separate the two. The same way God has done with us. Oh, let's continue. Oh, let's continue. Um, <laughs> and when they sent up... And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. The Bible said the truth. He just told them, we go to the other side. And then he left it there. Amazing. They had to respond to that word. Number one, for you to go to the other side, you need trans, you need transport. What do you know? Are we going to the other side? You can't say, Mudi, we're going to the other side. Oh, we are going to the other side. Let it be manifested, oh God, that I reach the other side. No, 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 no. God wants you to use your, to use your senses now. Huh? That for you to go to the other side, you need to have transport. So they had a boat. I said, they said, oh, be, oh, 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 Jesus, yes, a boat, come with us, come with us. And Jesus came and said, thank you for the, thank you for the ride. Huh? And they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships. Huh? Now he said, you know, he was so relaxed. Then he from there, he decided, hey, remember before that, it says they drove away the mountain. He was minister. He said, hey, this is time for me just to go and, and chill a bit. We're going to the other side. And let me just leave them. My disciples, I've taught them. They know exactly what to do. I'm just going to sleep. And then when I get the other side, they must just wake me up. They say, Master, we have reached the destination. Hallelujah. Ha, but look what happens. The master, they took him as he was in the ship, and they were also with him, with him at the little ship. Next. 
And there arose a great storm of wind from nowhere. From nowhere right. A storm came from nowhere. And Jesus knew. I remember when you are sleeping and there's a storm, you hear the storm. Allah said, I don't know what the storm is. Amen. But he decided it's a non issue. That storm has come to pass. Even on seas, there are storms on seas, but they've come to pass. Amen. It wasn't nothing to be considered here. Yeah? Huh? Amen. And they here. Yeah. And the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Ha. If you don't swim, huh? if you don't know how to swim, Bazar, it was a big problem. It was a big problem, Bazar. Hallelujah. So we need Bazar, I mean. Swimming now, it has become a survival skill. Amen? Amen? Amen. It's not convincing me. It's not convincing me. Hallelujah. Let's continue. And he was in the, he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, huh? and they awake him and say unto him, Master! Carry down, not that we are perishing. Huh? So they, you know, but they don't just wake him up. They accuse him. But this is, it's an accusation. And what has Jesus done? Nothing. He's with them in the boat. That storm when he came, he's with them with the body. They don't say anything. They say, why are you sleeping and, and, and we are perishing? Huh? And, ooh. And he arose and re- and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, <laughs> be still. Hallelujah. But I want you to realize, brother, what he did. Ne? He's, what did he speak to? He spoke to the storm. Amen. He didn't. He didn't speak about the storm. He didn't speak about the problems. He spoke to it to the problem. Amen. The problem is in Sena Yatella Bazar, the Matsu, Kurtanto Halimelinas. Kalinzila Morenajes. Amen. And rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was, the, and there was what? It said there was calm. That great is there for a reason. That there is no storm that can be greater than the word of God. So what I'm saying to you as I close. Oh, yeah, I still have a few minutes. Jesus spoke the words. He walked, he walked to the back of the boat and went to sleep. Hallelujah. Let me just go back past that. Um, so you have all the power necessary, okay? What you need, you need to speak the word. Let me just draw a parallel here for you, Bazalan. You are the captain of your ship. You have control over your own life. You have control over your own life. Your spirit, your soul, and your body. Huh? Jesus has delegated power, authority over Satan to you as a believer. Huh? 
You are to give him no place in your life. Hallelujah. You know, if you sin, if you sin before God, it's not an issue. Just go and ask for forgiveness and get cleansed, get cleansed by, you know, by the blood of Jesus. Amen. The Bible tells us now there is no condemnation to those who are, who are in Christ Jesus. Because, you know, you have to, you have to close all the open doors, close them, seal them by the blood of Jesus. And you know that the Satan is not going to come to you. When you stand there, you must stand very, very far from you because all whatever it is, entry point that he can actually use to come in, he doesn't have an entry point. And the blood of Jesus will cover you. Huh? Will be around you as a wall of fire. And when you put on the armor of God and you speak to him, he will flee in terror. Hallelujah. So you are to give him no place in your life. You are born of the Spirit of God. You are filled with the Spirit of God. You have been given the Word of God and you don't need any more power. You have all the power necessary. You simply have to exercise your authority. Jesus has already done everything necessary to secure the authority and power over sin, sickness, demons, and fear. You have to employ the faith action to receive that authority and join forces with him in this earth. Hallelujah. You are the you are the one to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Hallelujah. So to win in this war, you must know who you are in Christ Jesus and you must use your authority. First Corinthians 15:57 it says, "But thanks be to God who give us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ." In conclusion, brothers and sisters, when you see in the word that you are in Christ Jesus, that you are in him, then confess it with all your heart. Then you will be strong, standing in a point of authority and operating in your and operating in your inheritance in him. As you do this, the power of God will always be available to work on your behalf in Jesus mighty name praise God praise God hallelujah 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 bless your holy name bless your holy name I just want you to stand for a few minutes and just want to do some just stand for a few minutes just stand. can you just stand can you just stand because we need to I just want us to to do some declarations hallelujah Amen. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. But even as I'm looking, can you just thank God for the word? Just thank God for the word. Be appreciated with your own mouth. With your own mouth, Bazar. Just thank God. Thank God for the word this morning. Thank God that you are one of your kind. Thank God that you are not the same. Thank God that we have victory in Christ Jesus. Thank God that you are seated high above principalities and powers. That you are the one that God has put his authority in you. Can you just say this after me as we close? I am seated together with Christ in the heavenly realms, far above principalities, powers, and the rulers of darkness of this world. My authority is that of the blessed Lord of Jesus Christ, the only true God. Now therefore, I'm seated with him. I have power over the enemy. I have the armor of God. And I'm able to stand against the walls of the enemy. I thank you, God, that you have chosen me to be a victor in Christ Jesus. I bless you today for the word. And I bless you today. Never again will the enemy torment me. I will, he will flee from me because I will resist him. Stay
us in the face. And I thank you for the word. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Sikiram, let's pray for him. Can we just, for, just pray for a few minutes? Just pray in tongues. Oh, Sira Karamandora, Sira Karamandora. Oh, Sira Karamandora, Sira. Open your mouth. The Bible tells us when you pray in tongues, oh God, you are actually magnifying God. You are thanking God. You are, th- you are giving thanks. Hallelujah. Let this be, Bazaar, a manifestation. Let it be a reality in your life. Let, is, let it be a turnaround in your life in the name of Jesus. Never again, never again will you be a, a victim of the enemy. Never again will you have issues in your life and that they, they, they carry on, on and on. That you have the you have the victory. You have the victory in Christ Jesus. You have the victory. You have the authority. You have the power. All power is given unto you. All power is given unto you. Can you just pray, 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 pray? And thank God and thank God and thank God. Open your mouth. There is power in your mouth. There is power in your mouth. When you live in this thing, you are declaring, you are declaring, and it's going to have thou shalt declare a thing, and that shall be established. The Bible tells us, let the regime of the Lord say so. Declare, declare, declare the goodness of God. Declare the goodness of God. Open your mouth, open your mouth, and declare the goodness of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name, lift up your hands as I pray. Oh God. What can we say? What can we say? We thank you this morning, oh God, for knowing what you have done for us. We thank you, oh God, for the revelation and understanding of the power that you have. And this is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. We come to you with hearts full of gratitude and we take our crowns and we put them before you and we just say father we thank you for the word today thank you that will never be the same again that our love has been revolutionized that you will lead us to a greater heights oh god and father god that we will we will work for the kingdom and the devil will never ever take advantage of us, O oh God. Thank you that you use us, Father God, for your righteousness. And thank you that the world will never be the same again because we still live on this earth. I thank you today. I bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Can you just be seated? Please just be seated. Just be seated. Just be seated. All his. All has bowed and all eyes closed. This is a very, very important time of God. This is time of God because God is calling you home. He wants to have a relationship with you. And for you to know how to come to God, you need to hear and you need to respond. The Bible tells us that God gave Jesus as a sacrifice for you so that you can be reconciled to God. This morning, I'm introducing Jesus to you. The one that we were celebrating just the other day. That when he hung on the cross, he was thinking of you. He knows you by name. He knows the number of your hairs. So this morning, Jesus is inviting you to come at home and to accept him as the Lord of your life. So this morning, this invitation 
is for you and you only. You know yourself. And I know as I'm talking here, Jesus has been talking to you all the time. You've been asking yourself, but there is a void. There's some emptiness in me. But let me tell you, my brothers and sisters, that emptiness has to be filled by God. Only God can fill that emptiness. Only Jesus can fill that emptiness. So this morning, if you say, Bishop Rosie, here I am. I want to give my love to Jesus. I just want you to raise your hand wherever you are and let me pray with you. Just raise your hand. I can see those say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can see the hands coming up, the hands coming up. Wherever you are, wherever you are, wherever you are. This is God talking to you. Just lift up your hand wherever you are. This is a time of salvation. The Bible tells us the time of salvation is now. The Bible tells us God so loved the world. This is the love that God is bringing unto you. The love which is Jesus. And when you receive Jesus, the Bible tells us your sins will be forgiven and you'll become a child of God. Wherever you are, can I see those hands? Can I see those hands? Just lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. And I know there are people that have not lifted up their hands. But you know that you know that you know that God is talking to you. I don't know, but this God is talking to you. So if you know that God is talking to you, I'm just going to ask the people that have lifted their hands, please to stand wherever you are. I humbly want to ask you to please stand wherever you are. Can you just stand? Can you just stand wherever you are? Can you just stand? Hallelujah. Even the people that didn't stand, even the people that didn't stand, you know that God is talking to you. Can you just stand with them wherever you are? Just stand with them wherever you are. Please don't say no to Jesus. Don't say no to Jesus. Jesus is calling you home. Don't say no to Jesus. Say yes to Jesus. I want to receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless your holy name. And then just one last plea. I'm just going to ask the people that are standing just to come to the front so that I can pray with you. Humbly, can you just come to the front that I can pray with you?